The show introduced so many LGBT characters and couples. Why did... True. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even think of that until you Why just mentioned that. Why did asexual Jughead get completely ignored? Happy Monday, and welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. And it is still Pride Month. We are celebrating Pride all month long here on the Geek Squared Show. So if you're watching this the week or the month that it comes out, happy June, happy Pride 2022. Hope it's been a good month so far. Hope you've been spreading some love. Today, we are going to be bringing some awareness to straight washing in geek culture. Now, what does that mean? That means a character who is LGBTQ plus has been readapted and for some unforeseeable reason is now not. We are going to get into that. However, first we have a little geek story time. It's just me. Just no geek squared. Geek exponent. Geek. Geek. <laughs> geek exponent one. Many, many moons ago, back in season one, we did an episode called Geek Fears. All you need to know is I confessed that I am a little bit scared of horses. Um, however, I'm such a city slicker that I, outside like the pony ride. Petting farms. Or pe- yeah, petting zoos. I had never had. That's what it is. Petting zoo. <laughs> petting farm. Petting farm. <laughs> I had never really had a close encounter with a horse before. However, on the weekend, this past weekend, uh, I had the opportunity to go to a family member's horse farm. uh, And there are many, 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 many horses of all different sizes. So I got there. It was for an event, an unrelated event. I was talking with the family and everything. And then I kind of wandered off into the stables because horses are beautiful and they're just great to watch. Like they're, they're just so regal. They're all doing their, you know, group calling. It's so cool to just be. It's crazy how loud they yeah, are. It's so loud, right? Anyway, so I was just hanging out in the stables and then I was like, okay, I gotta get close to one of these horses. So there was a horse near the front of the barn named Duke. He kept looking at me. So he seems like he wants some attention. He seems like the one who's always begging for food and stuff. So I went up to duke thinking like okay this is gonna be cool he probably gets pets all the time uh, so i went up to duke and i was like hey bud what's going on i i pet his nose and i made sure he could see me because i know that horses have like a blind spot right in front of them so i went to the side of him and i was petting him and then this guy i was petting him bit my arm okay i'm scared of horses again <laughs> It wasn't hard. He was obviously just playing or he wanted he he was trying to get me to give him food, but it put me a little on edge. I was like, all right, done with the horses now. So I went around. I was looking at them. They're all really beautiful. Some of them are huge, absolutely massive horses. And then I saw this one stall and it looked like there was nothing in it. So I stuck my head in and there's a freaking little mule in there. (laughs) A little donkey, bro. Who is this? And one of my family members walked by and was like, oh, that's mayonnaise mayonnaise that is the cutest thing on earth so i was like mayonnaise come here come here and he came up we had a good old time it was like it was like a mini horse mules and donkeys are just they're so cute they have little hairy lips the freaking teeth i will post pictures on on instagram i took pictures of this guy's teeth they are hilarious we have matching friggin' chompers (laughs) but it was like a small horse so i felt really comfortable with mayonnaise i wanted to take him home i don't know about duke maybe a different horse i'll try again but you know what we're making big steps i friggin' touched a horse and And then it touched you and it (laughs) freaking touched me back (laughs) 
Now I can say that I am no longer afraid of horses. I, I don't feel fear when I when I approach them. If there was a horse in your backyard right now. I probably wouldn't jump on and ride it. I mean, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> that, that brings in like three more fears. Yeah, like, exactly. Like heights, speed. <laughs> horses are like slightly frightening to me, but only from the back. Ah, uh, right? yes. Because they just kick. Yeah, they are. They're definitely big. There was this other horse uh, named Angus. His back was above my head height. Oh, yeah. So like more than five foot three. And that's just his back. I was in Hamilton and these two cops on these huge horses. I don't know if they were Clydesdale, but they 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 looked like Clydesdale. They usually do. These things are giraffes. Yeah, they're huge. Like the belly was at eye level to me. Wow. So and you're you're what? Like five, eight? eight? Absurdly large. And the hooves. Yeah, they're gigantic. Getting bucked by that thing is a death (laughs) sentence. You would die. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. They are no joke, but they are very incredible, incredible creatures. I don't know if they're smart, but <laughs> I think that, well, they have to be. Some of them. But that's like with any end. Yeah. Like Podcat, not the smartest cat. No. <laughs> are there smart cats out there? Yes. All right. All right. We would love to talk about horses for another 20 minutes, but we, we actually do have an episode prepared. So let's get into it. So straight washing. LGBT characters are taken and made non LGBTQ characters, straight characters. Uh, It is becoming less common, but a lot of the times people will watch these adaptations, whether they're TV shows or movies or what have you, and they won't know that this character is supposed to be gay or bi or asexual. It just is perpetuating stigma because it's not doing anything to help when it easily could. If you've found source material that's good enough to adapt into a movie, for example, a book, if you have to adjust the character of that book to fit your movie, Exactly. That's like disloyalty to the character and to the source material. It's just it's time for change. It's time for characters to be represented the way they were supposed to be. And it's time for people to be called out when it doesn't happen. So we're going to call out a few right now. Snap. (laughs) (laughs) Respect on that. So I'm going to I'm going to go first. X-Men character. Well, X-Men in general, there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of characters in the X-Men. Correct. Which, which uh, <laughs> there's no surprise that there are people who are different from each other. Yeah. <laughs> but this one in particular that I want to talk about is Mystique. In the comics, there's several plot lines which involve her having relations with both men and women. But in the movies, where's the justice for the time she raised a kid with another woman? Right. <laughs> there is none. <laughs> like, I just want to see that. That's yeah. way more interesting than a weird forced thing with Beast or yeah. Magneto. Yeah, I agree. She's the perfect character for it because of her power. Yeah. Can be seen as a trans, non-binary, gender fluid person and seen as a superhero. Hello. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> yeah, I was very disappointed that in all the movie adaptations that we've had of X-Men, we didn't see any of that. However... We are getting X-Men in the MCU. Yeah, I was about to say, we know we're going to get a bunch of backstory on a bunch of these X-Men characters. So there's also all these timelines. There's all these different timelines. The possibilities are literally endless. Literally endless. Uh, Sticking with X-Men, another character who is not only in the X-Men is Hercules. There's how many different adaptations? You mean mean since ancient Greece? Yes. Like, who knows? (laughs) Like, okay, there's X-Men, the god himself, a Disney Hercules. There's... The uh, Rock. The Rock Hercules. (laughs) There's Hercules, the 90s TV series, like the legend of Hercules. God of War, Hercules is in that. Percy Jackson, DC. Hercules has been in a lot of different media. One of the main characteristics of Hercules is that he is openly bisexual. In all of those media outlets that I just listed, there's nine different outlets and we're one for nine being Marvel. Like, why is there only one out of nine? 
And this is due to centuries and centuries of straight washing due to Christianity. We see it with William Shakespeare, Joan of Arc, Achilles, Abraham Lincoln, Emily Dickinson. They've all been known to be queer. You ever going to see that in a textbook? I don't think so. Hercules just happens to be one of the characters who has been adapted most in pop culture out of all the other people I just mentioned and rarely portrayed as bisexual because there is this notion that a hyper-masculine god of strength couldn't possibly be like a little fruity. If anything, I would hope that in a video game we get by Hercules because if he is a character in a prominent, or if he is, sorry, if he is a prominent character in a video game, a la Assassin's Creed Odyssey or God of War. I mean, in video games, there's so many hours of gameplay. You really get these in-depth characters with you can, multiple. You can frankly spend as much time as you want. Yeah. As, yeah. A, as a game developer, like there's no limit to how long a game has to be. Exactly. <laughs> or how much story there has to be for your character. So I'm not asking for like a full-on relationship for Hercules, just some basic representation. Maybe he says something maybe he has an encounter with someone maybe someone says something about him give us something continuing with that theme I, i've chosen achilles yeah sorry i mentioned him before I, that's okay i that's have okay. stolen I'm, I'm glad you did because it, it, it fits like achilles is not a god mind you mm-hmm. he was just like this guy who is supposedly invincible yeah apart from his, from his, his foot ankle <laughs> but that was because his mother who's like a giant dipped dips him, him. In the river Styx? I believe so. Ah, and, and held his ankle. Yeah. So like that's the only part yeah, that didn't touch. Yeah, the only part that didn't get wet. Yeah. Again, this this theme of like an unstoppable force. As far as I know, the only like in-depth look we get at Achilles in pop culture is Troy, the, oh, the yeah. movie with Brad Pitt. Right. And Achilles in that movie definitely ain't gay. Definitely ain't gay in that movie, <laughs> yes. Not even just these gods and demigods and like, like Zeus and like the big ones yeah. were all... F- <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah. No matter what parts, no matter if you were even human. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I would just like to point out very innocently with no mal intent, just fact that in most cultures, homosexuality is not a was not a weird thing in myths, legend. If you look at ancient Egyptian culture, present, Greek, present, Canada, North America, present, Nordic legends, present. There was literally gods of like sex and parties. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. For lack of a better umbrella term. <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. <laughs> At some point in history, in recorded history, something went... Horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, one dude carved a rock, made ten rules, and that was it. Yeah, history is an interesting one. Also, here's what I'm going to take issue with real quick. Now, I know I know that there is... I, I have not read any of the Bibles, and I know that it's all just misinterpreted. I don't have an issue with the Bible per se because mm-hmm. I haven't read it. Right. So I don't know. You take issue with some people's interpretations of the Bible that are destructive. I think some people need to learn to read. Yes. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> the reading comprehension. <laughs> Y'all think that school's silly because they're like, oh, the deeper meaning in things. Like, no, sometimes the curtains are blue. But for real, <laughs> the deeper meaning in things, you got to understand. You got to, or else look what happens. <laughs> this is not an anti-anything other than hate, hate. Yes, yes. podcast. I just want to <laughs> make that very clear. I would also like to second that. All right, moving on. I am going to circle back to X-Men at some point, but I'm going to make a pit stop at the Archie comics first before we go back into the Marvel comic universe. Good old Archie comics, Archie Double Digest for cheap, cheap in those grocery store checkouts. Jughead has always been known to love food beyond any other sentient being to ever exist, to ever walk on this earth. 
as long as Archie has been a comic book, Jughead has been in love with hamburgers. And there just wasn't a word for that for a long time. He wasn't a woman hater. He was just not interested. He was not interested in men. He was not interested in women. He was not interested in romance. In fact, he would see how Archie would act when he was into some girl and be like, yo, I cannot. You are a psycho. (laughs) Yeah, I cannot associate with you right now. And in 2015, it was confirmed that Jughead is asexual. Two years later, not like 20, 2017, CW Network released Riverdale. Now, I know a lot of Archie was changed for Riverdale. It was supposed to be this noir take on the characters. And I want to add that like the first two seasons of Riverdale were decent. They were still CW shows. They, yes. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to slander. <laughs> we're not here to slander Riverdale right now. We are here to talk about the fact that Jughead was single and moody for all of one season. And then in season two, episode six, Bughead became official. The show introduced so many LGBT characters and couples. Why did, True. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even think of that until you Why just mentioned Why did asexual that. Jughead get completely ignored? That is so unfair. And in season five, they did a time jump. Thank God, because some of those actors are pushing 30 right now. and They're no longer high school students. And that was a perfect block of time for Jughead to discover that he's asexual. We didn't have to even see the discovery. We just had to be like point A, point B. This is where I was. This is where I am. It would have been perfect. And they still... <laughs> ignored it like i can't believe how many opportunities they've been given to advocate for asexuality something that we do not see on tv it was so disappointing and such a setback in representation because the show is telling us that being hypersexual any sexuality is totally fine totally acceptable should be represented except for asexuality like it's just setting this precedent that it's not good enough for tv because it's not dramatic it's not entertaining that is so untrue. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> what is with this show? Like, it, it just, it reinforces this idea that there's relationships and there's absence of relationships and there can't be an in-between or another option in between the little Venn diagram in the middle. There can't be anything except for what this Riverdale show is saying is okay. So when Hollywood already has such little asexual representation, they took away Jughead. Everybody knows who Jughead is. Yeah, Riverdale whack. <laughs> That's all I gotta <laughs> say about so it. <laughs> So bringing it back to to Marvel, we got two of perhaps the most badass women characters in all of the Marvel series. And this is in a story where there's gods and like all these crazy things. But these two women are so badass that without a super soldier serum, they could easily handle a super soldier. I'm talking about, of course, Ayo and Okoye. My issue here is that Okoye just straight up has a husband in the Black Panther. Why did they take this awesome, badass Dormelage gay couple and not use them as a power duo? Right. You know how much cooler it would have been in the Black Panther during the, during the whole coup and all that if them two were, were like teaming up and just destroying half the army themselves? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Like, I just don't get the omission of that. Yeah, I don't understand either. Hopefully we get some repairment in Black Panther Wakanda Forever because there was a scene in the first Black Panther, a deleted scene. Okoye and Ayo were supposed to have an exchange. I don't know what that exchange was, but it kind of seems like it was pointing in the direction of a relationship or an implied relationship. Marvel knows that that's what fans want. Yeah, they would be ignorant not to realize that the fans have been asking for that. What's up with Okoye? Why Why does she have a husband? You yeah. know? <laughs> 
like when we're talking about representation, we don't need romantic scenes. We don't need even relationships on screen. Just acknowledge the person's identity. It could be something as simple as Okoye and Nakia talking and Okoye mentioned that her and Ayo are doing something together or like implying that they should go on a double date or something like that. Like we don't even have to explicitly know that they are in a relationship. We're human beings. We're smart. We can make inferences, you know? Like, That's what I'm saying. I hate when they go so over the top of stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. this is kind of cheap. And then it's not true to real life. And then it's even more stigmatizing because queer relationships are seen as something that is a phase, a fantasy, and it's just, it's not forbidden. helpful. Forbidden, yeah. Forbidden fruit, you know? It's not, it's not that helpful to not normalize it. I have one more character for us. Circling back to X-Men, this might get a little existential and philosophical, so buckle in. Okay. So Wolverine. We often forget, due to the fact that Wolverine is played by Hugh Jackman, that Wolverine is... Like four feet tall. Yeah, five foot three. (laughs) Not only is he five foot three, in an issue of X-Men, he was in a relationship with Hercules in an alternate universe. So by Pan, definitely not straight. When in Greece. (laughs) And we are also quick to forget that he has made various comments about Cyclops and there's a whole kiss with Hercules in that other universe. Like it's explicit that he is into guys any forum you see regarding Wolverine's sexuality, regarding Wolverine's character, people are quick to say, oh, but that was in another universe. However, I will remind y'all that being queer is not a choice. So variants of the same person might make different choices that lead them down different paths, and that's where they differ. For example, Doctor Strange, there's a bunch of different variants. There's a bunch of Peter Parker variants, but at their core, they are the same person, right? Ah, but then hold on though. Because Kang, there's like that one that we meet in Loki, but he's saying that there's a bad one. He's protecting others from the bad one. Okay. They weren't. But the choices were different. Exactly. If they weren't, if they weren't the same at their core being. They wouldn't have figured it out. No, they wouldn't be the same person. What makes them the same person if they're not the same at their core? (sighs) (laughs) I told you, this is getting very, very interesting. I believe that the decisions and circumstances that they are born into are what shape them into slightly or vastly different versions of themselves. Okay, so there's all these different choices, all these different circumstances that leads them to different beliefs, ways of living, different practices, different everything, different careers, different relationships with different people. However, sexuality is not a choice. It's not a belief system. It's not a code of conduct. It is a core quality of somebody. Experience leads to discovery of certain things. Prejudice leads to suppression of certain things. But all have to be the same at their core. Therefore, Wolverine is queer. Leave him alone. (laughs) End of story. And short. Yo, he's a short king. And I would just like to add that people arguing, actively arguing that he is not queer reinforces the idea that sexuality is a choice and that there's, quote, bad choices. That is all I got to say about that. Period. So what conclusion have we come to? We're not asking for long-winded coming out speeches. We're not asking for repeated trauma. We're asking for casual conversation, normalization. Let, you know, Harley Quinn mention that she had a fling with Poison Ivy. Let Jughead have that I'm attracted to burgers, not people. Let Jughead love his burgers. Yeah, right? It'll be a better show. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Queer characters and themes don't always need to be sexualized. And that's something that Hollywood seems to have always struggled with. There's always this precedent that there needs to be some evidence of that queerness for it to even exist. And that's just not true. It's a double standard because audiences don't need evidence of a straight relationship to know that it exists. Because for so many years, that's been the default. If a guy is married, it's to a woman. If a woman is married, it's to a man. Food for thought. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. This has been the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. And below you can find all the links to our socials. If you would like to give us a follow on Instagram. Okay, we said different things, but that's fine. (laughs) Also, below you can find our Buy Me a Coffee if you would like to fund the chaos. And have a great day! Go to a Pride event in your community. directly not go directly to jail <laughs> go directly to go <laughs> it is the opposite of go directly to jail do it's, not pass it's when go. you land on a community chest and get go directly to go collect 400 exactly. as bonus <laughs> yes yes this is why this man always beats me in monopoly i clearly don't know how to play